Sports Podcast. I said, Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast with Andy Ruther and Joe Prano. Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Ruther. Coming to you live from Cincinnati, Ohio, with my co-host from Los Angeles, California, Joey Nocho Prano. Hello, Andrew. Good afternoon, Joey. Good afternoon. Yes, it's afternoon here as well now. 1245 here on the West Coast. Who who are you rocking today? Who's the CC? Oh, this is a uh, this is actually a high school baseball hat from my friend's high school in New Orleans. I picked this up when I was down there last year for the Giant Saints game and my weekend at the Comedy House, New Orleans. I was talking to uh, was talking to my buddy who uh, is a teacher at a school there. His friend is uh, the principal and um, baseball coach. I was talking about our our baseball coaching careers high school baseball coaching careers he was like oh let me get you a central city hat so i was like yeah that's dope do they play rack city yeah rack city bitch now i think i think they did a remix central city bitch central 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 city bitch well now that would be a good time i'm just gonna do it for you now's a good time if you're promoting a past show or discussing it. Why don't you promote a future show that you have or shows? That's, that's great. Call Andy. Well, all of my shows, of course, can be seen on my website, joepanner.com forward slash shows or um, posters and flyers and uh, announcements always on my Instagram at joeprano, but specifically the one that we're really hyped for Andy, as it's built around, as you know, I love to do all of my great shows. Um, much like my trip to New Orleans was built around Giants at Saints. This very important show is built around Giants at Cowboys. My triumphant return to the Jerry Dome after our visit like seven, eight years ago, whatever it was now. I'll be returning for Thanksgiving Day at the Jerry Dome. The 6-1 Giants versus the 5-2 and two Cowboys. My first ever Thanksgiving football game. And uh, followed by a weekend at House of Comedy in Plano. House of uh, that's out at House of Comedy TX on all social media. I'll be doing two shows in Plano on Friday, two shows in Plano on Saturday, and one show in Plano on Sunday before returning home. And I just got a message from um, our friend Bronson Jones, who famously hosts the Venice Underground show here in Los Angeles. And he said, uh, I was just there a couple months ago. And every time I would go on stage, I'd be like, how's everybody doing? Prano. And, uh, he's like, it just, I couldn't say Plano. I kept saying your last name. So Prano in Plano, everybody. Yeah. Good, good little jingle to it. Good little rhyme. Good little, good little hashtag. Prano and Plano. I just pulled it up. Let's see how close you can come to this. What, what was the score when we were down there? So it was 2014, October 2014. What do you think the score was of that Dallas Giants game? Let's go with 24-14. 31-21. It was 14 all at half. Yeah. 
Did o- Odell scored twice, I think. I know Escobar scored. I think we had a huge fumble. I think um, Escobar I scored think, well, twice. And by the way, rest yeah. in peace. He just passed away. Did you see that? Yeah. Escobar scored twice. I remember that. Odell uh, scored twice. Odell scored twice. The big tight end, it was our it was pre-Evan Ingram. Um Donnelly Don whoops. Big tight end for the Giants. Huge fumble. Larry Donnell. Larry Donnell. The original Evan Engram. Yeah. He played ball at Grambling State. DeMarco Murray rushed. Huge, huge fumble that killed us. Murray rushed for 128 yards. Remember, so they kept playing. Whoa, hold up, hold up. We them boys. Well, I think that's the. Do that. They do. I think that's the, that's like the, the rally cry yeah. for the Cowboys. It's a good song, by the, the way. The anthem. It's a good song. But I, was, I hear that, that song. Was the year, that, that was the year it was. They came out. Now, eight years later, they're still using it. Are they still using it? I, I think so. I like that song. Yeah, that's like that's, that's like a good hey, I, I want to smoke some weed song. I guess a lot of Wiz Khalifa songs would be hey, that's a good I want to smoke weed. Is that song. a Wiz Khalifa song? It is. There's some good liners in there. I was actually listening to that again with my girlfriend. He's like, white girls give me Becky. She's like, what's Becky? Does that mean uh, a blowjob? Is that what that means? She's like Googling it next to me in the car. I'm like, yep. I assume. I did not know either. My whiteness is showing too. I was like, I assume it does mean oral sex. I do- I, I'm just, by the way, I'm just picturing you in a car. At this point, until I see proof, of your girlfriend, I'm just thinking about this as like a fight club situation. Like you're Ed Norton and she's Brad Pitt. She's Tyler. She's just like inside your brain. You're having full conversations with her, but people are just driving by and you just seem like you're talking to yourself about Becky. Yeah. So where would Roscoe fit into this? Because he came into the picture with her. Did I just adopt a dog? Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. That's, that's the question. You know, they put a Reddit, they put a post on that. Did you see that? Yeah. Is your girl, is your girlfriend real? And is she a witch? Yeah. It's pretty funny. Multiple people with their answers had to explain their answers because there's two different questions. Yeah. No, does slash is Ruther's girlfriend exist slash a witch? Pretty funny. I don't think she's a witch. Ooh, I'm looking at our Reddit now. Mata coming in with a Pick'em history update of all the years. Like all the years picks. All the years that he probably did it, right? Yeah, 17, 18, 18, 19. So one, two, and three, then, four. And then we have a year that's not, that isn't listed in there. Did we take a year off? I think I think the year my parents passed away because uh, my yeah. dad was sick in the hospital and, and and we had already missed enough games. I think I was just like, oh, I don't give a shit about picks. I think that's yeah. what happened. Yeah. Yeah. So I think 2020, we took a year off. 
but it looks like we're pretty we're pretty even. I would like to know because we started doing this in 2014, so we're missing a few years. Yeah. Anyway, it's a, it's a long little battle we've had going on, and you know, you know, I, and I have to admit, I feel I am feeling it this week. I've already been thinking more. Maybe you're in my head a little. I'm thinking a little more about picks. You're feeling the pressure this week. That's great. That's what we want. We want you thinking more. I normally don't do a look ahead. I did a look ahead. Yes. It, you know, as in like, yes. I'm, normally, Joe, I'm going over this first time with you. Hey, these are the point spreads this week. Yes. I This week, I was like, yeah, let's, let's see what's going on in this. This is exactly what we need. There's a few games where I've already mulled. I'm like, ah, who do I want in this game? I don't know. We'll get to that later in the show. Before we do that, I first of all, one I, I want to bring up the Lakers being 0 and 4. And then I want to talk about your Knicks, in particular Jalen Brunson. We can, we can, it doesn't matter where we start. We'll start with the Lakers real quick. I know we talked about last episode them being 0 and 3, but I, I just like tell me what's going on here. You tell me. I haven't watched a game. Tell me what's going on here. Well, they're just they just don't have a good roster. They don't have a good roster. The rusting has turned out disastrous. Um, they have not surrounded LeBron with shooters. I saw a great, um, great stat. I don't know who sent it to me, but LeBron has assisted on more three-pointers made than Steph Curry has made three-pointers. Now, that's not that insane a stat when you consider, like, you know, LeBron's assist. But, like, there are games where Steph Curry hits six, seven, eight threes. I mean, it's an interesting stat because I bet you there's not a lot of people. It's not that surprising for LeBron, but I bet you there's not a lot of people who have assisted on more threes than Steph has hit threes. Um, the Lakers just haven't just like do not have shooting. But my question or my response to that, like, I don't understand. This was a problem last year. They're the Lakers. When did the Lakers turn into a cheap franchise? Like, why aren't they getting the talent? I don't even think that they're a cheap franchise. I think that they're just a poorly run franchise. It's like they got they got LeBron and Anthony Davis, and they just cannot seem to figure out how to spend their money wisely to surround those guys with talent. I can tell you one thing. If LeBron James and Anthony Davis were on the heat, they would be under the salary cap and the roster would be a lot different and they'd be a three seed in the East. Because of Pat Riley. Yeah. And I mean, just look at the kind of guys, you know, that they don't even have a team that has a LeBron James and an Anthony Davis, where the obvious answer is to surround a big man with shooting. So give a guy who's probably the greatest um, passer in NBA history, um, especially in terms of passing, cross-court passing, skip passing, um, hockey passing to guys who can get threes uh, that you would give them a bunch of shooters. That That's the way the league has gone is take your stars, surround them with shooters. The Lakers have essentially zero shooting. And so they're just not keeping with the times at all. And that's why I think I know it's crazy, but like if you're the Lakers, I know LeBron James got a, a a no trade clause, but also if you're LeBron, 
how long do you stay on this team? You, this is the way the NBA is today. If 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 a, a, a star wants to change, he gets a change. Like to me, if I was LeBron's agent or if I was Le, in, in LeBron's camp, I'd be like, LeBron, what are we doing? Where are we going? You want to go to this Knicks team? <laughs> he won't do it. You know why he won't do that? Because he's too vested in that city outside of basketball. Right? Like he's too vested in all the entertainment stuff, the shows, the production, the producing, like he has too much. You don't need to live here to do that. I I agree, but I think he wants to. He's been there now enough. His kids through high school. Brownie's almost done. I I think that's the reason he, I just think that's the reason he wouldn't leave. Like, I, I just think he's like, I'm vested in this city. He did Cleveland, Miami, back to Cleveland. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want to end my career on just teams that continuously suck. It's it's almost like the 2020. I know it was different because it was in the bubble, but it's like this weird how they won a title. How did this happen? And they've just been pretty shitty since. But when you look at that team, even they they moved guys that were helpful on that team since. I mean, Caruso's gone. It's like that, you know, that, that's a great example. And and there's a um, there's numerous examples of guys like that. But there, that's a great example of a guy who does anything, can shoot a little bit, plays hard, whatever. Like that's what you got to do when you have a LeBron James and an Anthony Davis is you've got to find value in guys who are going to get, I mean, again, you go back to the heat team. I mean, now these guys are getting paid, but look at the heat team that makes a run when it's Duncan Robinson and Tyler hero. And these guys who are just like, nobody's making nothing and you find value in them. And, you know, then you put them with all the guys who are making the money and the Lakers right now, it's just like the Russ move was a disaster. LeBron, uh, the Mellow move last year, disaster. Like doing it all in all the wrong ways. You're spending the money on guys who are not going to help you, as opposed to not spending money on guys who will help you. Okay, let's let's have a Russ debate real quick. Russ versus Russ, bigger Russ disaster. Russell Wilson, Mister Unlimited, or Russell Westbrook. Well. So, so Wilson to the Broncos or Westbrook to the Lakers? Let, let's just talk about this as their fall from overall. And, you know, I still want to say Russell Wilson, but the truth is Russell Westbrook not only won, in, not only got an MVP vote, which Russell Wilson never has, not a single one, but Russell Westbrook won an MVP. And now he is essentially to the Lakers what Russell Wilson is to the Broncos. So, you know, as far as the heights go, uh, Russell Westbrook arguably, at least for a season, was the best player in the NBA. You know, that's not necessarily the truth, but, you know, won an MVP to derailing an entire team. He's had a bigger job. Yeah. So the report yesterday. But it's close. It's close. Yeah, he's had a bigger drop-off for sure. Did, did Bill Russell dying suck all the Russell power out of the world? Like, if your name's Russell at this point, Ooh, do you even have a chance? Dirty sports conspiracy theory. Bill Russell has ruined anybody named Russell. 
I haven't heard Marcus much from Russell. Russell. What, what's going on with Russell Simmons? Haven't heard much from him. What's going on with Def yeah. Jam? I think Russell Simmons got me too. He got me too. And that was yep. before. You don't see any Jack Russell Terriers anymore. You no. know, it's like, what's happened to them? They used to be on the, every the Rus- Remember Frazier? That Jack Russell was a star. Yeah, was never that, watched a show, that, but I know, what, you, I know Russell, what you're saying. Jack, from, from Frazier. The Russell brand. Do they exist? Russell Brand, uh, I believe, also fell off. No, not not movie. not the not the comedian. He, he he went full full political stuff. I'm talking. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying he's he's fallen off. I don't think I think he's like big on YouTube now. Yeah, but I think he also maybe like got me too or something like that. People came after him because he did the conspiracy thing. I didn't see are that. You saying, are you saying Russell Athletics? Yes. Yeah. What are they doing? Everybody came back. Champion came back. Starter came back. Kanye West is walking into the Skechers office. No one gives a fuck about Russell Athletics. Starter came back? Oh, yeah. Starter's back hard. For real? You know who runs, owns and runs Starter? Carl Banks. Really? Yeah. So I should have held on to that Starter stock. I've told that story. My dad bought me like $200 of the Starter stock because... In the third grade, I said, kids are wearing starter jackets everywhere. And it was like a fun little thing. My first ever stock. And then he sold it for 20 cents. I don't know what it was. Like he sold it. Like it was not good. It was down bad. It was down big time. I don't even know if it's the same company or if they just bought the name or something like that. But those jackets were tight, man. Yeah, you should see them these days. Carl Banks put out like a Bill Parcells v-neck sweater throwback on starter i'll pull this up i had no clue i think i'm gonna bring the bubble jacket back oh god those are fresh man carl banks star these are i mean he's got the he's got the um mike ditkes bear sweater vests these are pretty fresh like, not gonna lie, like those old school starter, and then the like. I bet you have some of these. Okay, so this is this is him talking about it. On uh, can, can, nine minutes forty three seconds. I like. I don't got time for this. What, what are they doing? Nine minutes Ain't and forty. Nobody got time for that. I mean, come on, guys. Give me, give me, a, give me a forty second clip. I don't need that. That's cool, though. So, Russell Wilson, back to the Russ versus Russ. It was reported yesterday. He worked out and stretched for four of the eight hours on the team's flight from Denver to London. Said he was doing high knees in the aisle when the rest of the guys were asleep. Again, is he just a character now? Like, the person Russell Wilson is not like this is a like you 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 are essentially the guy who's Larry the Cable Guy. I don't know who what his real name is, but you think you're like it'd be like if he thought he was Larry the Cable Guy. I'm like, no, dude, you're just a dude named Brian. Yeah, it's like, like thinking your name is Jameis One of One, but also replying to people with your separately as Ethan. Yes. When you re- you have one attitude when you're replying to Andy Ruther as Ethan, you have another attitude when you're replying to me as Jameis one of one. Correct. 
Yeah, it's again Edward Norton and uh, Brad Pitt. The here's the thing with Rus- Russell Wilson though. I think he's been one personality, and he's been it the whole time. Where he just gets more attention now because people are like, "Oh, he's a star quarterback." Like I feel like this was who he was from the beginning, which would explain his teammates hating him from day one. Here's the full quote. I want to read the full quote. Yeah, I agree. This is why everyone hates him. This is the full quote. I don't really get jet lag too often. I don't really. I've traveled enough to kind of get my system down. For me, I was on the plane the first two hours. What is it, like an eight-hour flight? The first two hours, I was watching film, watching all the cut-ups and everything else. And then the next four hours, I was doing treatment on treatment of the plane. I was walking up and down the aisles. Everyone was knocked out. I was doing high knees and working on my legs and everything else making sure I'm ready to rock. So that was good. And for the last two hours, the last hour of that, I fell asleep for one hour and I watched film for the rest. Dude, I can't imagine being teammates with him. You're like, go to sleep, bro. He's Just like, high knees. Get him up. Get him up high. Let me see him high. Just be a normal dude. Because he's got the bad combo of he's practice All-American and he's Jesus. And he's combining those two. So he's basically practice all American meets Jesus. Imagine, imagine that in your locker room, preaching about Jesus and, and doing wind sprints 35,000 feet above the air. He's doing, he's doing up to, you know, I just figured it out right now. I just had an epiphany. He needs to play for Dan Campbell. Yeah. They'd love each other. Dan Campbell and Russell Wilson need to lead a team to O and 17. We need the yeah. first 0 and 7. The Lions are one of the few, or are they are they the only 0 and 16 team? Yeah, I believe they are. So the Lions are the only 0 and 16. I believe the Browns went 1 and 15. I don't think coming, anybody's got by the way, co- by the way, coming full circle to my point about how much better Matthew Stafford is than Russell Wilson. You're basically saying put Russell Wilson on the Lions. He doesn't win a game. He doesn't win a Yes. Well, at this point, I, don't, I, I, yeah, I don't think he's winning a high school game at this point. I, I mean, I, I don't know what happened. I want them to pair together though for the first zero and seventeen team. It's unbelievable. I think, I think my favorite turnaround ever might be your turning on Russell Wilson. Well, how can I not turn on him? Yeah, like, I mean, like, I made you the world's foremost Kobe hater. You now throw literal shade on his grave the day he died i'm not a kobe hater you're a kobe truther yeah you are yeah i i I brought you around on jordan lebron you abandoned you're you're abandoning russell wilson only slightly slower than you abandoned johnny manziel no again my thing with russell wilson it's not even abandoning it's it's like dude you really have to figure this out this at some point this year, and I don't think he will right now or next year, because you're throwing a whole There's nothing career to figure out though. There's nothing to figure out. You need to get good. You need to. I don't yeah. think. I don't think there's anything to figure out. I think what's been figured out is he's not in the Seahawks anymore, and now he is who I thought he was. You need to learn how to find your open receivers. That's what he needs to do. He needs Brian Schottenheimer in his ear, telling him where his receivers are. Yeah, I don't know what happened. He left the Seahawks. Exactly what I said happened. Meanwhile, Geno Smith gonna get gonna get MVP votes this year. He won't get MVP votes. 
he's not going to get votes. Dude, we're, we're, yep. We are in week. We are in week eight. There's, there's, including this week. There's eleven weeks of football. A lot's going to happen in the next eleven weeks. Trust me. Do you think? Do you think? Uh, who do you think finishes with more yards, Gino or Russ? Well, it's, it's a bit. You know, right now I say Gino, easily, yeah. easily. He's, he's running All, away with it. Also, Russ is missing games. He's injured, whether that's true or not. Who knows? I don't know. So it's a wacky year. Again, the Seahawks are four and three right now. They're in first place in the AFC West. I'm sorry, NFC West. It's nuts. Are you excited about your Knicks? I am. Sadly, I didn't get to watch the game last night due to my near-death car accident. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I my, my <laughs> just throw, Brano just throwing that in there well it's so funny because uh my buddy pete dr pete was texting me last night he's like how about that fucking win and i was like what are you talking about he's like over like this team man overtime winning overtime basketball games close like jalen brunson i was like oh i literally sent him back pictures of my destroyed cadillac and he was like oh sorry we'll talk about it tomorrow (laughs) Um, for the dirt balls out there for the details, just some absolute lunatic, probably impaired on drugs or alcohol. Um, fucking guy in a pickup truck came across three lanes and almost head, head on me. Um, luckily due to my Mario Andretti Italian driving skills, I was able to slip by him like a, a defensive tackle slipping in between, uh, offensive lineman just barely got by. Like it was, I mean, it was honestly inches from being a devastating head on collision. Instead, he just ripped the entire driver's side of my um, Cadillac apart and then head on to the guy behind me, um, who then got rear ended by the guy behind him. And that group of cars all went sideways into parked cars. So I think, I believe there was five or six cars total. I slips, I slip moved. Uh, through the offensive line and was in the backfield. And then the rest of the, uh, the rest of the linemen all had a huge pile up. Well, look, I know he hasn't been on a show in a while. It's just a weird way for Yoshi to say he wanted to come back on dirty sports. Yeah. Yeah. Just an odd yeah, way for same. Yoshi to announce that he's done the clinical trials. And I do, I do want to, um, and you know, I take any opportunity to do this, but I do want to, do a, a quick shout out to the Los Angeles Police Department, who are just absolute fucking idiots, incompetent, lazy fucking idiots. This guy came across three lanes, got out of his car stumbling, took a jog when he got out. Russell Wilson style just had a major accident, started doing high knees down the block, went about half the, a mile. The guy who hit your car and everyone else's yeah. car? Yeah. And everybody was like, he's leaving. And then, like, I think somebody like he had to have been on like math or something, man. Yeah. Then somebody corralled him and brought him back. And then the cops. I so was where's like, his car? Real quick. Where's like when when he he gets out of his car, he just destroyed all these vehicles. Where's his car? Is it his car hit hit me on the side? He was coming. He was literally coming. It, it, it seemed like he was making a U-turn in the middle of the street. And I was like, why is this guy making a U-turn right now? And I was like, why is this guy making a U-turn into my car? Why is this guy hitting my car? Yeah. 
And then just like, really, so it catches me. I go fucking, he takes the whole left side of my car off. I drive my car down the block, pull it to safe, a safe spot like you're supposed to do. The rest of these people just left their car in the fucking street. As he slips through me, he head on to the guy behind me and drives his car. Him and the guy he drove, they go, they go into parked cars. So they're both of their cars are like smashed into parked cars on the side. Jeez. Head on, head on to each other and in the side of a parked car. So that's where their car is. And then somebody rear-ended him. She her airbag came out. She had an arm injury. I think she got taken away. I don't think I think she declined the ambulance. But um I believe that is it. So one, my car, his car, car behind him, car. I believe five cars, five or six cars total. And then there's this big scene and I, everybody's coming. I was like, yo, can we not forget that I'm down the block here? Like after I magically survived getting head on and then pulled my car to safety. Can we stop just focusing totally on this area? I have a 1979 Cadillac Seville that everybody who walks by on the right side is like beautiful car. I'm like, wait till you see the left side. It's gone. So, um, Is he wearing a Raiders hat? Was it Henry Ruggs? No, but he was driving like Henry Ruggs. Um, it was like a Chevy Silverado or something like that. So I don't want to, I don't want to name names, but so the, the guy gets out. And the <laughs> Wait, what does that mean? I don't want to, like, like, like you don't want to name his background. Yeah. Um, so the cops get out and, and I was like, well, this guy's clear. The whole, there's a whole crowd of people, all these people whose houses, Major five car, huge collision. This guy coming across, head oning people. Forty Ooh. people outside. They're all. They're like, get this guy. This guy's fucked up. This guy's what fucked time, up. What time of night is this? Six forty-five. So it's not. So it's like early evening. So there's traffic. Yeah. Oh, tons of traffic. Yeah, like so L- much traffic. I mean, uh, I mean, LA always has traffic, but that I time- was only on the street I was on because I was like escaping traffic on the one hundred and one, trying to like dip through a neighborhood. Okay. Yeah. 40 people. This guy's fucked up. Get this guy. Put this guy in handcuffs. The cops are like, there's no obvious signs that he's impaired. And I was like, yeah. Except, of course, hate to say this, officer, but except, of course, the fact that he just drove his car on the wrong side of the street and took out five people. But besides that, there's no obvious signs he's impaired. He's like, well, it could have been distracted driving or whatever. I was like, that's a crime, too, motherfucker. What are we talking about here like literally in the end my conversation with the cop goes i just want you to know i was like i'm going to leave here and i'm going to talk to a different police officer about how incompetent you guys are and how you did not want to test this guy for being impaired when he took out five people yeah i don't know what the protocol is i would assume the the protocol would be if you've hit that many people breathalyzer blood test put him in the back of a car that's what i'm saying take, take him, him in just take him in, like yeah figure it out from there like dude, dude these cops didn't even take everybody's information they were just, like literally laziness they were like all you guys should exchange information i was like no you they didn't want to deal with it they clearly didn't want to yeah. deal with it two that's, fire trucks two fire trucks Two fire trucks blocking off the whole street, dude. So both sides of the road. 
Yeah. And these cops go, this is a civil matter. Everybody exchange your information. Everybody call your own tow trucks. I was like, are you guys on crack cocaine? I'm maybe, not. I, maybe I they like, supplied the like, math to the guy. Yeah. I was like, you guys are out of your fucking minds. I, I don't even Further know what proof that- out there. All. And I want to specify all cops are bastards. Okay. Well, we, we, look, we, we can, we can yes, say- including your friend and cousin and nephew, who's a cop, including him bastard. All cops are bastards. Like literal bastards. Like, like no, they don't know. Not like dads. game of Thrones. Bastards, just pieces of trash. Bastards. Well, and they probably don't know their dads too. They're probably just all, they think if they think they know their dad, they're probably wrong. Just cuck bastards. Well, it sucks. You had to deal with that. Yeah. So rip to the caddy. Caddy fund is open at your pain on Venmo. <laughs> Get the caddy back on the road. Is this so, the last for our caped crusader? Is Batman so, finally done? So who's like exchanging info? Like is, is this guy? I'm just curious though. Is this guy who hit everybody giving his information? Yeah, like everybody's like lined up, like yo, you first. Give me. That's what I'm saying. Like, like he's like a dude at the deli counter. You guys are taking numbers because he's hit this many cars. Yeah. I mean, he had to been amped up on something. We'll never know, I guess. Well. Well, well, back to you know, you missed the Knicks because of this. Jalen, here's the thing: Jalen Brunson. I haven't also haven't watched, but I've been like watching like highlights and you know doing that whole thing. Reading, he's playing really well. Yeah, listen, the Knicks. Though, I mean, the Knicks go. The Knicks not having a quarterback or a, a point guard is like you know the Bears not having a quarterback. Like this has been going on, probably as long, if not longer. I mean, we're talking about. We're talking about going back to Mark Jackson. We're talking about going back to like Rod Strickland. Like, yeah. dude, there, there, the, there was no internet the last time the Knicks had a competent point guard. I mean, look, we I both mean, said he got a lot of we're, money. We're, we're talking about the, the Jeremy Lin like window is the only time the Knicks have had a decent point guard. I mean, look, like, look, we both agree that he got too much money. But who knows? Maybe he'll earn that money. Yeah, I mean, the, listen, the money is whatever. Like, it seemed an unreasonable amount to pay. But the reason it seemed like an unreasonable amount to pay, and, and I still think that this is true, even with the Knicks playing well, is we don't want to just be fourth and win a playoff series and lose in the second round right now you've paid to be a good team you got to be in the conference finals to justify spending on that because essentially unless you're going to have more money and and add another star i mean obviously they try to make they try to get in the donovan mitchell game um and the Knicks have talent on their roster besides Jalen Brunson, obviously. Like RJ Barrett's coming along nicely. Um, you got Julius Randle. Like, is he, you know, a trade asset down the stretch? Or are they are they 
trying to make it work with him? Is he going to be their like go to scorer? Like, I don't know. But I, I mean, right now, as good as the Knicks are playing, even with Brunson, I don't feel like this team is a Eastern Conference Finals bound team. But that being said, I think Jalen Brunson finances aside is working out fantastically. So if you use that as your basis and now you build on that, great. But if this is the thing, well, we spent a bunch of money on him and now we're just going to take our shot with this team. It's like, yeah, I think they're good, but are they better than the Bucks? Are they better than the Heat? Are they better than the Celtics? You know what I mean? Like, the answer is no. A conference semifinals is that is that like the is that some sort of victory for the Knicks franchise? Well, I mean, look, you you have, you have to. There has to be a stepping stone, right, to getting better. I don't I don't know if it's that, or I don't know if you the expectation is already a conference finals. That's that's a high expectation. For the for where the team has been for all these years, I think that's a very high expectation. Yeah, I don't know. World Series tomorrow starts tomorrow. It does are the Astros like really big favorites here? Pretty big favorites. I mean, it's it, it is baseball after all. So, but I I don't know what you. I don't. I haven't looked at the Vegas lines, but I bet you you're getting. I bet you, you get plus two ten or something like that if you bet the Phillies to win the series. Yeah. Plus two ten, plus two fifty. I mean, I don't know. Look it up. Do you give them? Know. Do you give them any chance? I of course, but uh, odds wise, let me look it up right now. Pull it up. And while you're doing that, a quick reminder that you can also hop on over to prize picks to make some plays on the games. So if you guys want to make some plays on the pitchers, for example, Aaron Nola, game one for the Phillies versus Justin Verlander, game one, let's say strikeouts. I think this is an easy play, in my opinion. You go if you hop on over to prize picks, six strikeouts for Justin Verlander. Yeah, I 100% would say more than six strikeouts. Let's go more than 100%, right? Yeah, like, so I'm looking at the odds, it's it's basically two to one either way, plus 170 for the Phillies, lower than I thought it would be, minus 185 for Houston. Those on the best, it's on the best odd situation. So you know, to answer your question, do I think they have a chance? Yes. Uh, am I Mr. Moneyline? Love to bet the dog to get the value? Yes. If you gave me money and you told me I could pick one of those things to wager it on, I would bet on the minus money on the Astros. I still like my value better getting, you know, 80 on 100 than 180 on 100 to bet on a team I don't think is going to win. Yeah. No, I feel ya. Garbage cans greater than garbage fans, Andy. You keep saying it. I don't know, man. I don't know if I agree with that. 
I'm I'm gonna present it to you once again. I mean, you do the same scenario every episode. You know, your two friends. You go out. You go out to you go out to Buffalo Wild Wings to watch Game One of the World Series with your two friends. Who, you know, your let's say, let's call it Randy Ruther and Chad Cutter, and you go out to a local Cincinnati Buffalo Wild Wings. You guys are ordering some wings. You're ordering some Miller Lights. You know, you're getting ready to watch the game. And, uh, and, and Cutter says, I have a, I, I have to admit something. And, and you're like, what's up, Chad? And he's like, I cheated on my taxes last year. And you're like, what? He's like, I, I fraudulently claimed more deductions than I really had. And I, I just straight up stole money essentially from the government. And you're like, it's pretty fucked up, man. I mean, but you know, you did it for you. And then Justin's like, I have something to admit to as well. And you're like, what? And he's like, I, I drank a yingling and I ate a, a mustard covered uh, pretzel and I turned it all into a disgusting saliva paste and I spit it in the face of a five-year-old child. You'd be like, sir, Randy, we need you to leave this table. He's like, but no, you have to hear me out. I also called him a fucking cunt bitch. And you're like, yeah, no, you definitely have to leave. And then I assaulted his father. Yeah, but see, in that situation, I would not compare. If you want to call it tax fraud. To strip like I think I don't know, I think they're different levels, like like I think everybody tries to my argument is this. I think I would argue I would counter in that scenario. Everybody tries to pay as little as taxes as possible. And every and every baseball team tries to steal signs. Okay, then that's a fair comparison back, right? But one took it really far. Okay. Well, either way, I'll be watching college football on Friday night. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm is there kidding. college football on Friday night? Yeah, there is. I won't be watching college football, but you know, I'm just I'm just waiting for that that time in my life where there's football national. I've football never league. been, I've never been more, uh, I've never been rooting harder for mattress Mac to make some money this, this October. Let's go. What, who would, what, what is this guy? What is this mattress Mac guy? What is this guy? I, I believe he's just a guy who owns a mattress company. And he made a lot of money. Yeah. Selling mattresses the people in the greater Houston area. I'm assuming he's got to sell them a mattress like every four months because their fat asses break the springs or something like that. And so the guy just lives on a pile Shots of money. Fire to our Houston <laughs> listeners. But seriously, go run. Uh, <laughs> so he's betting on the Astros. I believe he made, I, be, I believe he placed a wager in like May or something like that. I think he stands to win like Eight million bucks or something. I think I think you got them at like eight to one or something like that. No, I think he's in. I think I well hold on. I think he's betting on both. And that's what was his move. Okay, here it is. No, no, he always bets on the Astros, bro. You sure? Yeah, he's Mister Houston. You just hear about him every year because, like you said, they've been four. Of the, they've been in four of the five last World Series. So he placed a total of ten million at an average odds of plus seven fifty. So he's he can an average odds. So he's seventy five million. 
Yeah. It's bananas. But then I saw somewhere that he had. Yeah, this was the headline I saw. Houston Astros superfan Mattress Mac can't lose no matter who wins the World Series. Like he's almost put a chunk down. I, I mean, dude, well, I, think he, the, I think he, I think I think he hedges with like like sales on his mattresses or some shit like that. Uh, the, you know, I'm not trying to read a Charles Dickens novel. This is a Charles Dickens novel. Yeah. Like you're not explaining this in the first paragraph. And for that again, reason, this is uh, this is once again this is like this is again the explanation of your two friends out to dinner. You go out with mattress Mac, and you're like, he's like, you know, if the Astros win, I I win seventy five million dollars. And he go, and and your other buddy's like, you know, if the Phillies win, I won't kick my wife down the stairs and then beat her repeatedly with a frying pan. And you're like, oh, I'm 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 rooting for a, a mattress Jesus Mac. Jesus Christ, that's got a good name. For you him. should you shouldn't do that either way. I think they should they should incorporate him in some of the Houston rappers. They have to have, there has to be a lyric about him somewhere, right? Oh yeah, mattress Mac. Yeah. I wish we had mattress Mac. Remember we stayed in that shady Airbnb in Houston. We needed shower Mac after what Nick Delessandro yeah. did yeah. that shower. <laughs> you know, so you know, you know, some fucking Houston rappers done like piled stacks like mattress Mac. You know, you know that rhymes out there somewhere. Dude, when we were in Houston that year, I think we stayed in. I think we stayed in a uh, an area where rappers were from. We were in a kind of a sus yeah. area. Yeah. I did talk to Nick D'Alessandro this week. Shout out to Nick. He was working full time for the Utah Jazz. I know I've talked about it, but he's staying busy. So, uh, and the Utah Jazz is a surprising team so far, thanks to the strength of their video guy, Nick D'Alessandro. Nick like stumbled through the locker room at one point during the preseason. I was like, You guys ever tried cheese sticks? And they were like, What? Snap into a, <laughs> snap into a cheese stick, boys. Change the game. Nick's like, no, man, you wake up at 4 a.m. You got, you know, you guys, you're eating a cheese stick at 4 a.m. Like you're a mouse in a cartoon. <laughs> you come, you come out with a candle on a holder in your, in your sleep skirt, your sleep blouse, candle on a holder, little night hat on. Like you're fucking to Tom the, from Tom and the, Jerry. Walk over to the fridge, snap into a cheddar stick. He's like, yeah. also. He's like, also, not going to lie, you guys win a couple more games. I'm throwing it out there. I think the Jazz should pay for a little post-game celebratory Dons. And they're like, what the <laughs> fuck is Dons? Oh, Donovan man. Mitchells? He's like, nah, McDonald's, man. We were laughing about 2020 as far as when, when he was out there living on my couch. We were laughing like, I was like, Nick, that seems like it was 20 years ago. Yeah. It's like two and a half years ago. And I go, I go, and also, it's funny to think about me and you. Like, just, you know, me and Nick, and then you would call him, I was basically Nick's adopted father. You know, like, you know, yeah. his, re his real dad. You, you guys were just COVID pandemic leaving, living, oh, no yeah. leaving the house, him just snapping into cheese sticks every night. But you know, sleeping till, sleep till 2 p.m. 
you know, it's great. We'd watch movies, right? Like we like it was it, it was like great. It was it was like, oh, hey, yeah, man. dude, I remember it. You'd be like, what do you mean? You never seen random 80s movie that only you high, hold in high regard. No, no, no. He hadn't seen any of the Back to the Futures, like stuff like that. I, know, I remember that. Although I've been thinking about that lately with with my girlfriend. She kind of is like that, too. Like she hasn't seen. How old is and, she? He's 33. All right. So like. So what's the age difference? You guys eight years, seven and a half years. Wow. Yeah. Hey, I'm just following the Walt Ruther model. because That's what he did. Like seven, seven and a half years, a little over seven years. You know, if I follow the Walt Ruther model, I mean, uh, not at all, because at my age, I think he had five kids. Right. So I'm, I'm, I'm not, I, I guess I'm not the new 20 though. Is that Roscoe? Hold on. I think Roscoe's. Did, did he get it? Brittany. Oh, did I do a name reveal on the air? Yeah. Now all people would have to do would be to search your followers list on Instagram. <laughs> Let him in. This is my life. I did, I, 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 did, I did the same thing the other day. Like, did a did a you know instagram post tagged tagged a lady and then suddenly it was like uh is this a dirt ball is this a dirt ball is this a dirt ball yep yep those are dirt balls <laughs> yep you got dirt balls following you good luck well they're mostly harmless right mostly yeah i said if any of them threatened to fire a higher range military rifle at your address let me know I was referring to more of, of day drinking before a pitch and then <laughs> hopping in their uh, pickup truck and thinking they're going to drive eight hours. Right. Yeah. You sure it wasn't him? A, By the way, you sure only, was Only to have LAPD be like, nah, he seems fine. You sure You sure it wasn't uh, the dirtball who took out uh, cars on my street, a telephone pole? By the way, shout out to Cincinnati police. I was going like, to say. We, who were like, we don't need any more information. You hit a telephone pole. We're not gonna. We don't even need to. You're clearly under the influence. Meanwhile, this guy in L.A. hits five other things. He was like our fucking boy Will on steroids, and fucking LAPD is like he seems fine. Seems like maybe he was just distracted. Oh, maybe he was on his phone. I was like, what? Watching porn? Is he? Was he jacking off with two hands? Was he vigorously jacking off with literally both hands? Arrest this man, officer. Randy Ruther has already stalked my significant other through a text. I mean, it's unbelievable. Oh, boy. And so it begins, Joseph. And so it begins. So it begins. Do we want to move to some uh, some football? Some football talk? You know, I'm going to do something a little different today. I am going to play some of the calls that have been sitting there. Okay, let's do it. Like we've had some calls just sitting in the tank and obviously I'll play calls when we do our week eight preview NFL related calls, but I want to play some calls that have been sitting there. And uh, before we do that, I just want to remind everybody it's football season. It's baseball season. It's basketball season, which means it's Miller light season. It should be Miller light season 
all year, but it's really Miller Lite season right now, Joe Prano. Oh, it couldn't be more Miller Lite season. It's this is this is the galaxy brain. You know, you know the galaxy brain mean? It's like Miller Lite on baseball season. That's like a little brighter Miller Lite on baseball slash football season. And then it's like Miller Lite on baseball, basketball, football season. It's just glowing brain. Ah, it's glorious. Yeah. Yeah, Andy, and- I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie to you. This is not this is not like a you know Miller Lite is not monitoring my every move. So I don't if I'm not on the air, I'm not required to plug Miller Lite. Last night, devastating car wreck, lost, you know, po- possibly forever. The classic Cadillac, which I've been driving for so long. We've had uh, we have ups and downs. My 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 literal chariot. And uh, walked back in the door after my girlfriend's like, can I get you anything? And I was like, I seen a cold Miller Lite. I need to take a cold Miller Lite straight to the face right now. Like, I need my, my golden elixir to calm me down and then just get back to level. Yeah. You know, it's uh, it's been your go-to. When you find yourself in times of trouble, Miller Lite, come to me. The little Beatles remix. I like that. And look, Miller Lite. Like a bridge over Golden Pilsner. And Joe, the best, the best part is that it's only 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. So when you're sitting on Sunday watching your Giants. You know, you can have a couple Miller Lights and it's it's not going to fill you up, but it's also not just going to load you full of calories. No. You know, I love I love the Miller Lite commercials they do, by the way, where they call out that one other beer company for only having one more carb. Those are great one, more, one more calorie. Yeah, I even had I even have I even have a commercial I want to pitch to Miller Lite. So here's a fun fact I learned the other day. You know, it you uh, you burn five more calories smiling than you do frowning. So now, even if I have the Miller Lite and it gives me that beautiful smile that Miller Lite always does, I'm still net four calories down from drinking some other piss water and frowning the whole time. Yeah. I want to pitch that commercial. I want the guy yeah. behind the counter to be like, hey, you should know also, it's only one, one more calorie. Plus, you'll burn a couple more actually enjoying it. There you go. So this football season, enjoy the sweet taste of victory with Miller Lite, the original light beer. Find it pretty much anywhere beer is sold or go to MillerLite.com forward slash dirty sports for delivery options near you. It's Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Okay. So like I said, I'd like to get to some calls that have just kind of been sitting in our in our tank, so to speak, sitting in the uh, the queue, and we'll get to these, and then we'll hop into week eight NFL picks. Love it. It's John, Salt Lake City, Utah. Uh, fun question for you: What would be uh, in each of the main four sports leagues? Maybe not hockey, since we're not that familiar with the Dirty Sports Podcast, but at least in the other three, uh, championship game that would be a sign of the apocalypse. And what I mean by that is like the two most 
historically garbage teams meeting <clears throat> for a championship. So like football, if the Detroit Lions met the New York Jets in the Super Bowl, I would say that would be a sign of the apocalypse. Um, curious to hear what you guys think about for basketball <clears throat> and baseball, and if you agree with my football uh, one. Uh, that's it. Stay dirty. So apocalyptic championship battle. Yeah. I got to say Jets, Lions, or, I mean, it's clearly the Lions. Or Browns-Lions. Or Browns-Lions. Correct. Jets-Lions, Browns-Lions, I think would be. Well, and you could even argue, you could even argue the Browns have never even been to a Super Bowl. The Jets have won a Super Bowl. Yeah. I think you could even argue like Houston, but they're still relatively new. Yeah, I agree. Like the newer franchises, the Houston's, the Carolina, the Jacksonville, well, Carolina's been to two Super Bowls already. It's like, I I just, I I don't throw them in there. Yeah, I think, I, I think Jets, Lions or Jets, or Lions Browns is for sure the the football one, right? Yeah. Baseball is a little tougher because you've had we've had teams that are historically bad. I mean, KC just won. You know, the Marlins have won. I'm gonna go Pittsburgh. I mean, Pittsburgh as shitty as Pittsburgh's been. Like, like there's a hit. You know what I'm saying? There's a history there. Yeah, like same way with the Reds. So bad. I mean, dare I say it's like the Mets? But I mean, no. Who's your AL team? Seattle. No, they're Baltimore. I mean, I would say Baltimore over Detroit. It's been to a couple World Series in the last yeah. 20 years. I'm going to go Baltimore versus. I mean, honestly, it would be it'd be apocalyptic in how great their stadiums are, too. I'm going Baltimore, Pittsburgh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who else you would take. NBA, dude, if, if, if Charlotte made it to the finals. I know they're newer, and I said I don't like newer, but for them, like Charlotte's, Charlotte's an abomination of a franchise. Yeah, yeah. Charlotte, Sacramento. Ooh, yeah. Sacramento's just been so bad for so long. So bad. Even like, even like the Weber run. I mean, they didn't even get to the finals. And then before that, they're so bad. Well, the NBA yeah, made sure of that. Yeah. I'm going Charlotte, Sacramento. But also, like, the Clippers have been so, like, if the Clippers are in the NBA finals, you're also like, what's happening? I'd almost say Clippers more just because of that. It's big city. I don't know. Sacramento, Sacramento is just so, so bad. They really are. And it's a pretty shitty city, no offense. Charlotte, Sacramento. I think I'm going with that. I mean, listen, Detroit and Orlando are bad, but like Orlando's been in the finals. Charlotte, Charlotte, I, I mean, 
has Charlotte ever been in the second round of the playoffs? Outside of the Weber years? Charlotte. Oh, Charlotte. Sorry. It's a great question. Yeah. No, you got to have Charlotte. Okay. Here's a, here's a like almost real. Here's a in that sphere kind of call, which actually these kind of go together because it's about a title. Going on, boys. Tyler and Ashley calling back once again from beautiful Tom's River, New Jersey, home of the 1998 Little League World Series champions. I am wondering what is the best age to witness your team win a championship? Um, I personally, none of my teams have won a championship since I was five years old, uh, 2003 New Jersey Devils. And I'm just trying to think, like, you know, obviously I'm praying something happens, but I feel like I missed the boat on the real best feelings, which I think it would be like, right before you get into girls, but you still would remember it. You know, it's the most important thing in your life. Like the Jets, when I was 10, 11, nothing was more important. If they won the Super Bowl at that point before you have other priorities uh, in your day-to-day life, I feel like that would be the sweetest. I also feel like when you're an old man and, you know, I've never seen the Jets win. If they won when I'm like 70, if I'm still able to, you know, watch and really comprehend the game and then go to the parade, that would be sweet. And that probably is the only hope that I have of seeing them win is uh, when I'm uh, a geriatric. So that's it. Condoms are for ah, initials EE. You know who you are. Fucking bum. Ooh. Wow. Shots fired. Um, I completely disagree with Kyle. So what age did he say? Remind me. What did he, he say? He basically says like 12 looks you're like he's kind of think you're too young i think you're too young because here's the thing if you if you have a team win when you're like 12 and then they don't win ever again you've lived the majority of your life without your team winning and you're going to be that guy who's like 35 and yeah cool the fun cowboys championship in the early 90s bro um, to me, I think the answer is so, like so Tug Coker. Right. To me, I think the answer is like 25. Because you can drink, so you can like celebrate your team thing. You can go to games by yourself. Like you and your buddy can go to a team's World Series game and smash a bunch of beers and watch your team and then go out to a bar after and celebrate, go to the parade on your own. You know, or even just like watching games in bars. Sure. Like think about your think about watching your team play for a championship in a bar. Um, and then also let's say it happens at 25. That it's sort of your childhood, like it's sort of like the upper echelon of your childhood. It's like you went through all of your childhood years as a fan of this team and it's built up and it's built up and it's built up. And then boom. Finally, you're out in the real world and you can like participate. You can buy tickets to the game yourself. You can go to bars and watch them and they win. And now you've got, now you've got until like you're my age, you've got until you're 45 of just like basking in a championship. Well, you've been able to, you enjoyed a championship as a young boy, as a young sports fan, and then also as an adult with your Giants. Correct. So the Giants won in what, 90? The Giants won in 90. And then 2011. 
And I, I can tell I mean, first of all, they wanted 86, 87, 90. But, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So G- the Giants and the Mets happening basically in the 86 season, like those don't mean those, uh, neither of them mean as much to me as the 2007 Giants championship when I was what, 28? Because yeah, like, oh, God, God, I'm how getting, am I forgetting that? Yeah. You know, I'm getting, uh, I'm getting, uh, you know, 30 pack of Miller lights and watching it at my apartment on my TV celebrating. Sure. I I went to the games, going to the games on my own. It's not just like, Oh, you're going to the games. Your parents bring you to during the year. Like to me, it's like, to me, it's like your mid, mid to late twenties. The window, I think is 24 to 28. Yeah, but like, what about like when you're older and experiencing that with the with the child? I think there's something for that too. Sure, I don't have a child, so I don't know. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, you know, neither of us know that feeling. I, I just think there's something about, you know, obviously for me, my best memory is going to Game One of the '90 World Series with my dad, and I was almost nine years old, so I'm young. I'm a third grader. But I, yeah, but I would just think about. Just think about how much Walt would have enjoyed it after he, him and his buddies are at the fucking freezer bowl, you know, putting newspaper down so that they're free, don't freeze to the concrete. So fucking, so excited about the game. It's so cold. He can't even drink a beer. He's like, Andy, I would go to those games. I'd take down 10, 12 millilites. It was so cold. I couldn't even think about drinking one beer. Imagine the party him and his friends would have had at Cherry Hill Lanes or whatever after fucking uh, a potential like 1981 Bengals championship. Cherry Grove, yeah. Well, Walt would have I mean, been turned. Oh, yeah. Well, hey, Walt, Walt, Walt would have been throwing the 15, 16 down, pound balls sideways across lanes. <laughs> Get me and Joanne another pitcher of Miller Lite. Bengals won the Super Bowl, and Chris Collinsworth will be here any minute with a 13-year-old. <laughs> He's like, I'm fingering 14-pound balls the way Chris Collinsworth is fingering 14-year-olds across the bridge right now. Oh, man. That's a great callback right there, by the way. Holy cow. Yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, I'll be but honest. Sure he, it's kind, but, it's but kind I'm of, sure he had a, but I'm sure he had a great time throwing your sleepy ass over his shoulder and bringing you home after a World Series game. No, oh man, I was awake. Put I you was, to bed, and I was like, "I'm going out, Joanne." She's like, "What?" He's like, "Andy's in his bunk bed." You know, Brad's got F14s. You know, watching over him now. <laughs> going to Cherry Grove to get Liddy. No, he used to go to Kingpin Lanes. That was the one before yeah. Cherry Grove. Kingpin. Yeah. Getting litty. It's kind of depressing, though, when you put it like that. Because it's like, okay, I, I missed my window? Like, you're basically telling me, you missed your window, man. I mean, I think you did for the best, for the absolute best. I mean, listen, look, l- l- just look at this right now, Andy. Like, you'll never... You'll never care as much about any team as you cared when you were a kid about that, that those red teams. I agree. Right? No, you're right. Now, I think that tapers off as you get older, but 
there's a window where you're just like just post college age where you're still kind of like have that youthful excitement about shit, but you can also participate in oh, it as if yeah. you're an adult. No, you're right. I, I remember the, the passion I used to, I mean, the intense passion I used to have, not that I don't like for the reds and the bangles. Like it was like, I mean, it was like, like when, when Carson Palmer, when his knee got shredded, I mean, I was just like, I was sitting, you know, in my, I was watching my buddies in Vegas. I know I've told it like wearing my Palmer Jersey, just like it was and you're it's that age, 23 years old where, you know, you're thinking Super Bowl and you're just like, oh my God, this is, you know, it's so deflating. That's why it's crazy to me now. I'll be honest. Like in our age, when people are so, so, so passionate. Yeah. It's, it's, it's wild. Well, those are some good calls. I appreciate that guys. We'll get to some more maybe later. We'll, we'll, I'll filter in some calls during our preview. 310-359-8365. That is our hotline. Give us a ring. And, uh, We'll get to uh, we'll get to some calls. Oh boy, I see some updated news from Joe Prano as we get to the picks. No bueno for the Bengals. That's right. Especially the way their offense is playing. All right, we'll, we'll so get to Bengals, that. Bengals wide receiver Jamar Chase dealing with a hip injury that is expected to sideline him four to six weeks and makes him a prime candidate for injured reserve per sources. Chase visited with a hip specialist Wednesday and is seeking more answers about his injury. The Joe Burrow MVP case open and closed. It was such a window. It was a sliver of a window. Yeah, but if they play great. They play great without him, you're saying. Yeah. So Chase is out four to six weeks. Man. And Randy will be out indefinitely, as I assume he has filled his pool with grain alcohol and is currently doing the dead man's float. (laughs) (laughs) The pool guy came over and he's like, there's a guy here in a white Harambe Bengals jersey doing the backstroke. And some jungle juice. Here's the thing. They're pretty deep. Obviously, Chase is next level. But look. Obviously, those guys aren't Chase. But like, if they're healthy, Higgins, Boyd. Those guys are no joke. The problem is you just, it's like last week. You saw it with Chase. He's the guy's like, you ain't ain't catching him. You know what I'm saying? Like, he catches the ball. It's like, you're not catching me. Yeah. The, the, The breakaway speed. We can go in reverse order if we're already talking that. We could, why don't we we'll do that and then we'll kick back to, to tonight's okay. game. But that's the last game. Okay. That's that's Monday night football. Okay. And this was and, and here's the thing what sucks. This line's gonna change. It's gonna change because of that. You know it will. I mean, Chase had back Chase had three touchdowns the last two games and both over hundred yards. So this line's gonna change. It's three and a half right now. Bengals. It opened at two and a half bangles. So it's moved. I bet it moves back to around that two and a half. But we got to make the picks when we make them at the lines, which are set right now. Three and a half. This has been a tough one for me. This is one I mold all week because 
one, it's a rivalry game. Like to me, you throw out the Browns have lost four in a row. They're losing all these games closely for the record. And it's a rivalry game. It's a division game. Burroughs 0 and 3 as a starter um, against the Browns, I believe. I believe I'm correct. I know he's never beat the Browns. So this is a tough one. And their offense was riding so high. So in my head, I'm thinking, oh, he's going to right the ship. But my other side is saying, well, they, they struggle in these games. Three and a half, it's tough. The chase thing has helped me make my decision. I'm going to go Browns, cover the spread. I think the Bengals win in a close one. Yeah. I mean, the three. So the thing with the spread, you know, Vegas is usually pretty right there. And then, um, and then, yeah, this is this is a line probably pre chase move. But in Burr, we trust my right, Randy. Are you still with us, Randy? Are you in the comments? Do you want me on your side? Do you not want me on your side? The, the idea of picking up a game on Ruther in the Danger Witch bet by jumping on his burrow train it's too too much of an opportunity to pass up no chase no worries joe burrows wow to win cover wow randy randy don't let me fucking down randy i think it's the three-point Bengals win it's, I think that, right. it, it's that half point hook. I think, I think you're right. Win. And the Bengals have a great kicker. Money Mac. I, I just think it's a close. Game. I think you're probably right. I think it's a three point game and the Bengals cover when the line drops to two and a half because of the chase news. But here I am needing to make a move. I'm going to throw on my chain. I'm going to throw on my Armani sunglasses. I'm going to show up to the VIP box at the Scottsdale Top Golf. I'm going to watch a game with Randy. He's going to be turned. Halloween, Monday Night Football. Do you think, and I do think this, I think the NFL is smart enough. Do you think that they pitted the orange teams against each other on, on Halloween? Yeah. Right? Like there had to be a marketing ploy. Hey, the two teams with the most orange in the NFL are playing on Halloween this year. Or am I crazy to think that? No, I think you're correct. All right. I like this. Good little start. Okay, now let's kick back to tonight's game. We'll stay within that AFC North. Ravens, Bucks. So if you're a Bengals fan, you really want the Bucks to win because the Ravens schedule is not too difficult this year. So this is a huge game for the uh, the Bengals to gain a, a game on them. Two-point Bucks favorite. I'll let you go first. I know. This two-point Bucks favorite has me shook a little bit, but it is going to be a three-point game one way or the other. It's tough. I mean, are the, are the Tampa Bay Bucks falling to three and five? I don't think they are. I'm going to go with the Bucs. And I'm going to agree with you. 
That's how I felt going in. I was like, look, are they really going to follow three and five? I, I just, are they done? But is it, but is Brady just done? And he, and you're right. And he could be. I don't know. He could just be done. They you're can't right. stop the run. The Ravens are running the ball as they you normally do. Not not quite as well as they normally do, but well, let, let's, let's. I think third. I think it, with it being Thursday night in Tampa. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Bucks. Yeah, I don't love this one. I don't love. It this usually one. favors the home team, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to think. So far this year, well, Chicago law. I'm just trying to think. I feel like the home teams have, have come out ready to play. I just think like that. That's that's to Brady's advantage with it being a short week. Actually, they've played so poorly. It's it's going to help them. Let's pull up prize picks. Dirtballs, if you have not downloaded prize picks, do it right now. Take advantage of a great app and a great promo code that we have. All first-time Dirtballs that deposit and use promo code DIRTY will receive a 100% instant deposit matchup to $100 on our friends at prize picks. So if you deposit $100, they'll give you $100. Once again, Prize Picks offers projections of any sport you watch. NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, NHL, PGA, college football, you name it. So download Prize Picks today and play Daily Fantasy. Make sure you use promo code DIRTY. So let's pull up tonight's plays. And I like looking at these, especially with Lamar Jackson. I feel I've been pretty consistent on hitting these with Lamar. More or less than 210 and a half passing yards. I'm going to go less. Ooh. Okay. I'm going to go. I'll ride, I'll ride with you. I'm going to go less on both. Tom Brady, more or less than 280 and a half passing yards. We're going, I'm going to go we're less. On, we're going less than less than. So hop on to prize picks right now. If you're listening to this show, trust us, go less and less on Brady and Lamar Jackson. What about rushing yards? Let's do Lamar real quick. 60 and a half, more or less. More. I agree. All right. So we're both going bucks to cover the spread, though. Okay. Your London game, we just talked about Mr. Unlimited. His team is two and five against the two and five Jags. And we're going to continue the two and five because the Jags are two and a half point favorites. We had a call for an amendment to the Mr. Unlimited Danger Witch Bet. Danger Witch Bet? Okay. I'm going to play it real quick. Hey, boys. Uh, crazy Eyes, Sam Bradford here. Um, just have an idea for the punishment. Um, in our fantasy league, we have to do a beer mile. The loser does a beer mile where you drink a beer, run a lap, drink a beer, run a lap, drink a beer, run a lap, drink a beer, run a lap. And uh, you got to film it. I think you guys should do that with the Danger Witch. Maybe eat like a six-inch run a lap. Then you got to eat the other half and then run a lap and film it. Um, That's just my thoughts. And condoms are for pussies. We're still getting ideas for this bet. 
the Danger Witch Mile. That's got some nice. That's got some nice ring to it. That's or, a vomit for sure. Or you you eat. How about this? You eat the Danger Witch on a flight and start doing up downs or knee highs or whatever you want to do. I don't. I don't hate the Danger Witch Mile. I would definitely puke. We both would. You're more of a runner than me, too. I'm not big on running. I've been I've been lazy the last few months. Very lazy. I have been very limited on my runs. I I, I swim way more than I run. Dare I say a, a danger witch you know, 800 or something like that. But I'm, God, I'm, man, I'd yeah, vomit doing, during that. Yeah, I'm saying I don't want to do that to the pool. Like, we're not shutting down pools. It'd be funny. Let's just stick to the bet we had. Yeah. I appreciate all the offers on this, guys, and feedback. We're, we're, we're also willing to hear more things. Also, I don't mind throwing that out. Like, I don't mind keeping these, putting a pin in these things in terms of amendments. Like, if I lose this thing by 15, I'm going to be like, yo, you got to cut me a break. If I, you got to give me a couple days off if I danger which mile. Yeah, exactly. I'm not. Yeah, I would. I think you're more of an asshole, to be honest. Like, you'd be like, fuck you, Ruther. Deal, deal with it. You put on the Eli glasses, deal with it. And, and, and let me know what's up. All right. I'm first. Two and a half Jags favorites. Dude, until the Broncos show they can score points, I just can't take them. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? There, there's, there's nothing that's saying, oh, they're going to figure it out. Nothing is saying that to me. I got to take Jacksonville. Unless it's I'm a thing. Take, I'm going to take Jacksonville too, simply because like Jacksonville looked okay last week against the Giants. They ran the ball well. They attacked the edge. Um, you know, Doug Peterson had, uh, you know, eight consecutive weeks where he played, you know, no limit all in shoving poker and it led to the most disgraceful and fraudulent championship in the history of sports and has since evened out by never once making the right decision in a big moment. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm not really worried about him making those decisions. I think that they're just a better team than the Broncos who, as I predicted, will not be a playoff team and probably will be eliminated before week 14 or 15, as I also predicted. Unless Russ suddenly plays good. Yeah. When he's unless, not just, unless, unless when, Russ's kryptonite was just playing in America. That, that's what I was going to say. Unless suddenly he's out of the country and he can play good. But okay, we're both going to go with the Jags. All right, moving right along. And Panther, he's like, this fish and chips, put it on a roll. Little green peppers, little banana peppers, little pepperoni. This is extra danger, witch. Dude, if we could get Russell do you, Wilson, do you like danger? If we could get I Russell, think, I Wilson, think you do. I think oh you do like my danger. God, I would love to see Wilson doing an English accent. My name's Unlimited, Mister Unlimited. <laughs> Dude, right now Russell Wilson's team's like, who is that guy? Let's can, can he join us? Yeah. We, Get him on our side. It's a great TikTok idea. I love this idea. 
Is there any way you can somehow do that? <laughs> yeah. I just love Russell Wilson is 007. It's just like his stat line after the, every first half of football games. Zero for, you know, zero yards on zero for seven passing. God, there's so much material I'll, I'll there. I think I might throw a bomb in the second half. All right, Panthers, Falcons. Panthers are four-point dogs in Atlanta. I'm up first, right? Are you? No, you're up first. I think I'm up first. I'm going like, with the Atlanta Falcons to win and cover. I think last week was the Panthers' big Ewing factor, Ewing theory, as Bill Simmons calls it. All, once again, so offensive to Patrick Ewing. Um, I think it was, you know, their game, show what they're made of. No Christian McCaffrey, no quarterback. They had their moment in the sun. They showed they could do it. New coach, and now they return to earth. Falcons run all over them. Yeah, I agree. I think that was like their big thing. And that's their Super Bowl. Falcons win and cover. Falcons got destroyed last week, so they're going to come out ready to play. All right, moving right along. Bears with a huge surprising game on Monday Night Football. Justin Fields probably had his best game of his career. They beat Did you New- see the Did you see the 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 Skycam thing? The Mac Jones interception that hit the Skycam wire? It's wild, right? Yeah. So they surprise everybody, right? Yeah. That's a one-off for me. It's it's the same thing. Um, my, my take is like they, they had so many designed runs with him. So many. Which surprisingly worked against Bill Belichick. That's not going to work against the the uh Cowboys, the Cowboys defense. I know it's a big spread, but I don't see. I think everyone's like, oh, you know, Justin Field, like, I think they're back to like 12 points this game. Yeah. I'm taking the Cowboys to win and cover at nine and a half. All right. I'm gonna take the Bears. Okay. Uh, I just I just think it's too high. Like, you know, I I gr- I totally agree that I think that the um I think that the Bears probably come back down to earth offensively, but I'm not super stoked on Cowboys with Dak. Well, he looked bad last week, rusty. But I think I think they get it together this week. All right, so there's a different pick right there. Moving right along. Dolphins at Lions. Lions are one and five. Dolphins are four and three and three and a half point favorites. You're up first. Before you do that, I want to just read a headline of an article about the Lions. I, as we know, read a lot of the Articles in The Athletic, and this headline is all I need to know about what's going on in Detroit. Lions owner Sheila Ford-Hamp still confident in Coach Dan Campbell, GM Brad Holmes, and GM Brad Holmes after one and five start. That's all I need to know. Yeah. Still, still confident. He is, or those two together, are 418-1 and one overall. 
And we all thought it was a pandemic problem or an epidemic. What I don't know what the fucking word. We all thought it was a problem on Reddit or Reddit. Reddit. Reddit is uh, the the JJ Reddit exclusive forum where you just comment on his tattoos. No, this is uh, Reddit. We thought it was a problem with there with just Lions fans. It's not Joe. I was reading the comments on the Athletic, which again paid service. You're like, oh, you're gonna get a little higher brow for fans. You would think. Nope. Nope. I. I commented twice under the lion's thing. I just had to. I was like, what is wrong with these people? Um, they're delusional. And one in five, four, 18 and one overall. I'm Three up first. You are. Yeah. What are we, what the fuck are we talking about here? I will take the, I will take Jay Fiedler. And the Dolphins, minus three and a half. Current AJ Fiedler. I'll take the girl who did Dan Marino's makeup on his Isotoner commercials. I'll take Finkel or Einhorn. I'll take Finkel's severed dick playing quarterback for the Dolphins over fucking old grit face, Dan Campbell. Dolphins win, Dolphins cover. Yeah, I agree. I just, I mean, how am I right? Am I going to take the Lions? And we both agree the Lions are going to fall to one and six. All right. Cardinals Vikings. I'm up first. This is in Minneapolis, Minnesota's three and a half point favorites. It's a one o'clock game, which means Kirk Cousins is going to come ready to play. Good Kirk Cousins. Yeah. I think it should be a close game. Now, the Cardinals had a little more time off. Actually, you know what? I might take that back. I don't think the Cardinals are that good. I'm going to go Vikings win and cover. I think the Vikings win on a kick at the buzzer. Half-point hook. Give me Kyler Murray and the Cardinals. Yes. I like that. Ooh. Trying to steal a point from me there. I like it. All right, the Raiders. They're in New Orleans. They'll be playing the Saints quarterbacked by Andy Dalton, despite the fact that Jameis Winston is healthy, according to Dennis Allen. Um, So for he who shall not be named and also the new he who shall not be named. Just want everybody to know. This is funny. I didn't think about this. I didn't think about this has been has been benched for Andy Dalton. Healthy benched. Are you enjoying the tailspin that we're seeing from Ethan? Also known as Jameis one of one, how he's trying to spin this. I don't even like. Yeah, I mean, I I, I always enjoy when somebody just says something has nothing to do with anything. Dennis Allen says Jameis Winston is healthy. James Winston has been benched in favor of Andy Dalton. 100%. He said, Alan, the truth will come out. This is a direct quote. Well, look, Jameis is back healthy right now. We're going to go with Andy as we sit here right now. And if we continue to play well offensively and move the ball offensively, Andy will stay in there. And he says a lot of more, you know, a lot of other quotes. You can spin this how you want it, Ethan. 
The facts don't lie. He's been benched. So at this point, Jameis, Jameis Winston is in year eight. He's been benched for Ryan Fitzpatrick, and he's now been benched for Andy Dalton. He cannot remain a consistent starter in the NFL. He just can't. And you guys can read my new book. Why James Dalton 101. <laughs> Unless you got, I mean, I remember the, I remember the, the graphic like it was yesterday. Andy Dalton's first six years versus Peyton Manning's first six years. Pacing to be a Hall of Famer. The only reason you guys don't think Andy Dalton is a Hall of Famer is because you have Andy Dalton derangement syndrome, or what I call ads. It all adds up. Yeah. You got Andy Dalton derangement syndrome. I saw a TikTok video, or I should say a TikTok video was shared with me from a dirtball. This is like, so they were like, is this Jameis one of one? It was hilarious. Somebody made a TikTok video comparing just like you're saying. It was Peyton Manning's first five years, statistically. We're talking only stats, individual stats. Peyton Manning's first five years versus Jameis Winston's first five years. And I said to the dirtball, I said, this is so funny that they would just stop at five, right? Because Jameis is in year eight. Yeah, It's funny because in year six, Peyton Manning won an MVP. In year seven, Peyton Manning won an MVP won a Super Bowl and a Super Bowl MVP. In year eight, Peyton Manning was runner-up in MVP. I was like, it's very convenient to say, well, their first five years, conversely, in Jameis Winston's sixth year, he becomes a backup. In his seventh year, he gets hurt, doesn't start that many games. In his eighth year, he becomes a backup. What the fuck are we talking about here, people? I don't know who's more delusional, Ethan and his crazy post is Jameis one of one, or the wild people who agree with some of this stuff. If it's God's will, you know what God's will is? His him not being a quarterback, James or uh, Ethan. That's God's will. He's always tweeting. If it's God's will, God's will is that Jameis Winston is not a starting quarterback in the National Football League. End of story. Good day, sir. You get nothing. I don't know why, but his tweets have really been bothering me lately. I was pretty low-key. I was pretty mellow before. Now I'm like, dude, you lost. Stop tweeting. We know who you are, Ethan. Stop tweeting. Unless you're a dirtball. And please tweet at him. Oh, Ethan. Anyway, so had to, had to who, get who got in this game? <laughs> it's a good point. Who do I have in this game? Raiders are point and a half. I hate to do this. I'm taking the Raiders. I was thinking about it too. The Raiders have looked okay as a recent, but west to east, home dog. Me and the heat miser taking a fucking ginger train to W town. Give me Andy Dalton and the saints to cover. 
But you have another uh you have another Jesus bull. Dalton's a big Jesus guy. Car's yeah. a Jesus guy. Jesus freaks. So you got another Jesus battle here. Wonder how Andy Dalton handles that being in a city that's full of uh you know curses and what are the, what, are the, what what's what were they call that down there? Voodoo. Voodoo. That's the word. Yeah. All right. Patriots, Jets. Ooh, big game already for this division. Jets are at home. New England's two and a half point favorites. I'll be real curious who you go with here. Now, Mac Jones will start. Bill Belichick's been really, really elusive in this. Mac Jones plays terribly through three drives. Bailey Zabba Zabba do comes in. It's back to Zabba Zabba. You're my only friend. Back to back touchdowns in the first half, but completely implodes in the second half with picks. Mac Jones back starting. Belichick said that was the plan all along, which makes no sense to me that Mac Jones wasn't healthy enough to play the whole game. What does that mean? Now they're favorites on the road in New York. What do you think happens here? I'm just going Belichick over the Jets. Belichick owns the Jets. I'm going Belichick Jets. I don't care who's playing quarterback. I don't care who's last week. The, here's what I'll say. The fact that this line didn't fucking move all that much after Monday night. Vegas knows something I don't fucking know. I'm going with the I'm just going with the Pats. Yeah. I agree. And I agree with you on that. And also the Jets are winning games with Zach Wilson producing nothing. At some point, dude, you got to throw for 200 yards. I mean, you're you're not producing anything, but you had a run Remember game. last year didn't he throw four picks against the Pats? Yeah, and you had a you've had a run game. Your defense is playing well. Now your your running backs out. I agree. I'm going to go with the Pats. All right. Steelers Eagles in Philadelphia, I'm up. Eagles are, what are they at now? 11-point favorites. Hmm. It's a big spread, Joe. Steelers are so bad offensively, though, man. Like, I don't even saw the numbers. Like, Najee Harris is, like, so bad at, like, yards per carry. And I'm not blaming him. Like, they have no O-line. Maybe I should blame him somewhat. I don't know who... Kenny Pickett's throwing the ball to. 11's a lot. It's an in-state rivalry. God, I want to say that the Steelers keep it within 11. So I'm going to just stick with that. I don't like I, it. I, I agree. I, I had this circled as like, I had this circled as the game that has, remember when the Broncos lost to Kent Graham during their fucking undefeated season? Like, I don't think that the Steelers win this game, but I think it could be a scare. I think the Steelers cover, and I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to bet it. Maybe I will. I might I might sprinkle a little bit on, like, a little Steelers money line. You're probably getting crazy odds. Yeah, you probably are. All right, Tennessee travels to Houston with their two-and-a-half-point favorites. 
Am I up first? Yeah. What the fuck are we talking about here? Give me the Titans. Yeah, I agree. All right, moving right along. Washington, Indy. Sam Ellinger starting for the Colts. They're three-point favorites. It's Taylor Henneke. Hmm. I think new quarterback rejuvenates his team. I'm going to go Colts winning cover. I, I agree. I think I think new quarterback rejuvenates his team. That new quarterback being Taylor Henneke. Ooh, we go with Washington. I would like to. I I want to get on the Ellinger train. I think I think there is potential, but the idea. I mean, it's just a push game, and you know, on the neutral side, like I don't know. Like I'm I'm I I want to ride with you there, but also I'm like, man, opportunity to like get Hanekeed. You took some shade uh, in the YouTube comments I saw last episode about about your Matt Ryan take. What's my Matt? What what was my Matt Ryan take? That he's benched now. He is benched now. Yeah, but that you were like Matt Ryan versus um what's his name? Matt Ryan versus Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Lamar Jackson. Um are we are we talking about I'm so hold on, I'm confused. Hold on, hold on. Let me just I'll I'll read it. Is there a new curse in town? Remember Prano atop of his soapbox declaring Matt Ryan is the clear better version at Colts QB over Lamar due to his ability to stay in the pocket. Fast forward to week eight, and the Colts are benching Ryan for a Taysom Hill type of QB because of his mobility and ability to avoid sacks. Hold hold on, let me finish it. Now that he has declared to a lesser degree an 11 win season for his Giants, I'll be interested how this plays out. Stay dirty. Uh, I, I'm not even. I'm not even sure I follow the. What do my Giants have to do with it? I think he's saying. Uh, he's saying. He's. I think he's trying to say you're contradicting yourself, saying like, "Hey, I think the Giants can win 11 games with a mobile quarterback. The Colts went to a mobile quarterback, but oh, I, I'm. Which all? So here's something that often happens with all dirt balls. Um, they completely miss the point. Um, my problem with Lamar Jackson, mobile quarterback would be the exact same thing. That would be my problem with Daniel Jones, mobile quarterback. Um, Daniel Jones also surprise, surprise, not extended going into this season. They did not give Daniel Jones $400 million. The Ravens did not give Lamar Jackson $400 million. I would not give anybody $400 million if they couldn't win football games without running the football. That's neither here nor there. The Lamar Jackson, Matt Ryan discussion was uh, kicked off. I don't know if it's the same dirt ball by a dirt ball who said, who is a Colts fan saying, I, I wish we had MVP Lamar Jackson instead of train wreck disaster Matt Ryan to all I simply did was pull up their statistics, comparing them 
last season and said that uh, you can prefer Lamar Jackson if you want. You just can't call one incredible and one dog shit when fact of the matter is Matt Ryan last year had a arguably better season than Lamar Jackson did. That was my uh that was my simply my argument. I never even said Matt Ryan's better than Lamar Jackson. I just sim- simply said they're a lot closer than this person acting as if Lamar Jackson some great thing. By the way, Lamar Jackson 4 and 3 with the Ravens team. Matt Ryan 3 3 and 1 bench cuz he's injured. <clears throat> Let's do it right now. Matt Ryan this year completing 68.4% of his passes. Was Matt Ryan injured? He's benched. Come on. We, we just we just mocked the Jameis one-on-one thing. Well, but he, they said he, the Frank Reich said he's injured, which is why he's not even the backup this year, this thing, but that th- then followed up with being benched despite injury. Okay. Matt Ryan completing 68.4% of his passes to Lamar Jackson's 61% of his passes. Matt Ryan with 2,000 passing yards so far this year. Lamar Jackson with 1,400 passing yards this year. Lamar Jackson, 13 touchdowns to Matt Ryan's 9, a 92.1 rating to Matt Ryan's 84.7. Matt Ryan sacked twice as many times. Matt Ryan completing average yards, Yards per attempt, 6.8 for Matt Ryan. Lamar Jackson, 7.04. Here's the thing. You can shit on Matt Ryan all you want. Just know if you're out there standing for Lamar Jackson, you're fucking insane. Well, you you get you. I mean, look, we both don't like running quarterbacks. This has nothing to do with their running quarterbacks. This is different than the running quarterbacks. My point is, he, you know, he brings that whole other side of value with his ability to run. Right. Hence, my also what I talked about last episode, that the Colts are switching to a short-term plan, a.k.a. a running quarterback, a.k.a. what the Giants have. A, I hope with sacks. A, a quarterback on a one-year deal, a.k.a. what the Ravens essentially are doing because they're not tied to Lamar Jackson long-term. They tried. They were probably gifted a chance not to. Okay. That's exactly what the Colts are doing. The Colts also, like I said, last episode, when I guess the dirt ball wasn't listening is didn't have a long-term plan anyway, because they had an aging Matt Ryan on a what two year deal. So this isn't a long-term plan. There's two issues being confused here. One, I don't like long-term quarterbacks as franchise quarterbacks. Okay. If the giants commit to Daniel Jones for eight years, $250 million after this, stop running fucking off tackle with him or else Davis Webb or whoever is going to be playing quarterback or Tyrod Taylor who got it, who surprise, surprise played a game this year before he, another running quarterback fucking broke his ribs or whatever the fuck happened. I don't like running quarterbacks as long-term franchise potential. That is separate from the fact Lamar Jackson, not a whole lot better than Matt Ryan. 
And Matt Ryan was just benched. So you can stand. If you want to go out there and be like, I can't believe the Colts went out and got Matt Ryan. They should have gotten Josh Allen. I'm like, you fucking, you definitely should have gotten Josh Allen if he were available. But if you're out here going, Matt Ryan or Lamar Jackson? How's Lamar Jackson playing this year? No one would say good, right? I think he's playing fine. He just, he just, you know, and I've said this. My hang up with him was he's absolutely insane for turning down that money because that was my rate. He's not playing up to, he's not playing to earn more than what he was offered. Definitely not. And and when he has to pass guys, he's suspect. I don't care what anybody says. When, when, when he has to make a quote unquote throw a crunch time throw. And, and I don't know how many times I'm going to say it there. There is no question about the best quarterback in that division. There is no question. You watch those throws that Joe Burrow made last week. Those, some of those dime passes, Lamar Jackson is not making those throws plain and simple. He's going to have a great game tonight because we're saying all this. I just know how it works. Okay, this next game is huge. Absolutely huge for the division. Niners at the Rams. Niners are one and a half point favorite, Joe. We all know what happened last year when they played regular season in the playoffs. That crowd's going to be 50% plus Niners fans. And I think that's important for the spread. It's important for the pick here. I went first last, so you're out. You're up. So, you know, one game in with Christian McCaffrey, we get a second game. You know, I'm one of these. For, I'm going. The, I'm, go, I'm going Rams money. I think Rams win this game. I'm going. On, I'm going against Jimmy G. You th- okay? So you think the Niners fall three and five? Because one of these teams is going to fall three and five, or three and four. Rams have had a bye. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna go the opposite. I, I, the, the bottom line is, is, I think that the, I, I don't think the Rams are good. The Rams have looked suspect, but the Rams had a buy, Rams are coming off a buy. Yeah, it's a huge help. I don't care. I'm gonna go Niners. Niners win okay. and cover. All right, your Giants travel to Seattle. The four and three Hawks are three point favorites. I'm up you first. want to go first? I mean, it doesn't matter. I don't like this spread at all. This is a tough one. Geno Smith against his old team. Eli revenge game. Yeah. I'm going to take the Giants. There's injuries going on in Seattle. Uh, Kadarius Tony traded from the Giants to the Chiefs. Uh, probably a great trade for both teams going to seem like a disastrous trade for the giants when Kadarius Tony turns into Debo Samuel on the chiefs, but also um, like it's annoying that the giants, like I'm just going to straight up say it, it's annoying that the giants franchise drafts guys and then does, and then has a problem with their person. Like you're allowed to interview these guys. You don't have to reach in the first round on a guy Whose personality you're not going to like? You're allowed to. You're allowed to meet him 
and find out his personality before you reach for him in the draft. And you fucking should. So that's really annoying as a Giants fan that we keep getting receivers specifically that then they're like, we don't like their attitude. Well, why didn't you look? He was rapping in college, I'm sure. Now, he's obviously not getting along with Dable. He hasn't been on the field for injuries and or fake injuries. So listen, he wasn't playing. They're six and one. They get draft picks. But like when he goes to the Chiefs and is a major factor in a playoff game, it's going to be devastating. And he will. he's a freak athlete. He's going to be good with the Chiefs in a way to win-win for both teams because he just clearly didn't want to play for us or we didn't want him to play for us or whatever. So that's my thought on the Darius Tony trade. Um, I'm going to do what I did last week in the Seahawks versus Chargers battle. I'm going to take the better coach. I'm going to take Dable on the road, a team that is refusing to get respect. I love the fucking, you know, uh, the, the, the cork board material, the locker room fucking, you know, board material, the team that no one believes in that, the, the again underdogs every week we had to go be underdogs every week we had to beat the team that we shouldn't beat um i'm gonna take the giants all right we're both taking the giants on that one all right and our final game since we already did monday night football sunday night football packers bills 11 and a half point bills favorites at home wow it's a big spread, Joe. You're yeah. up. I'm up. Yeah. I'm gonna take the Packers to cover. Yeah, uh, I'm going I'm going back to Rodgers. Yeah, me too. 11 and a half is too big. They'll, they'll, they'll stay enough around that game to cover that 11 and a half. Probably, probably lose by like, I don't know, eight to 10 points. All right. That's our week eight picks. Give us a call 310 359 8365. We didn't get to your call. We'll get to uh, get to it next week. And uh, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, The Dirty Sports. Joe Prano, where can they follow you? At Joe Prano on all social media, except for Twitter, where I remain at Fix Your Life. Um, if you're a dirtball who needs me to explain maybe some Matt Ryan or Ravens like, like I f- I'm I'm wondering if this is the same person uh, that or any other confusion you guys can uh, message me at Fix Your Life on Twitter or follow me on all my social media at Joe Prano Plano Texas following a huge Giants win at the Jerry Dome on Thanksgiving Day let's deep fry a duck in in the parking lot have a bunch of Miller lights and then come see my shows House of Comedy in Plano Texas Prano in Plano 25th 26th 27th of November. Get your tickets now. Buy them now. Guys, if you're coming, buy them now. All right, guys. That's our show. Enjoy the next four days of Halloween festivities, which we know you kids like to do. Right? I thought oh, of you, yeah. Joe. I yeah. thought of you real quick. I was invited to a Halloween party Friday. I thought of you. Yeah, Friday. Friday. Yeah. How about how about Halloween Saturday? Saturday the 29th, Halloween Saturday, Friday. Yeah. Oh, and he's getting yelled at. But who? Dirtball can? For January 2nd. 
Oh, oh, I just got approval that a dirt ball is allowed to stay with us. Oh, wow. Breaking news. Breaking news. We should probably redo that for. We'll we'll reiterate this another episode. A dirt ball is. but, But what you should know is if you guys are thinking about making a video as to why you should be able to come to the Cincinnati Buffalo game January 2nd, Monday night football. Get your videos in. You can stay at the house that Roscoe built. Roscoe's chicken and waffles. Yeah. Apparently, the winner not only gets a free meal at Gold Star, they also get club-level tickets with Joe, me, and Randy Ruther for Bill's Bengals. Randy. And also, they get to stay at the house that Roscoe built in Cincinnati. Wow. Really up the ante. All right. Things are really taking a whole turn now. All right, I better better wrap up this show and start uh, setting up a security system. Guys, thanks for listening. Enjoy your weekend. We'll see you on Monday. And as always, stay dirty. <laughs>